Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. For your information, I am Doug, your host from Ontario, Canada. It is 7 p.m. here on February the 21st, Monday. And family day here in Ontario is coming to an end. But, uh, yeah, great day. And life skills, everyone should learn. Thank you for joining me. everybody doing oh man what a weekend you know what a great day out there to get out here across southern ontario with the temperatures up on the plight on the plus side it was beautiful blue skies all day long i mean you could you could just wear a light jacket today you know that's how really nice it was but, you know, this is February, and winter is not done with us just yet. So, I think we got oh, four more weeks of winter. I guess it's maybe easier to say just four more weeks instead of saying a month. But, you know, March 20th. It's the first day of spring, which would be welcoming to me anyways, you know, as we transition out of the old and into the new and into the fresh, the new beginnings. That's what spring is, is all new, blooming flowers and trees and getting the leaves back and getting color. Nice stuff. So I do. I mean, I hope everybody out there who uh, has had the opportunity to uh, enjoy Family Day across Ontario and other provinces recognize it as well. Um, it's not really Canada wide, and I really think it should be. You know, it's not a a, a federal stat holiday; it's a provincial holiday. Um, you know, it's just a nice break between you know, Christmas and the March break that, you know, get a little bit of a long weekend in between and kind of just break things up a little bit, you know, um, just a, just a fantastic day today. So anyways, um, yeah, life skills. Oh my goodness. Like basic, basic stuff that we should already be already know and how to do and and things like that you know but here you know do you have the basic life skills to be 
an adult? I don't know. I know I have basic life skills to be an adult. Act like an adult. What I've seen across this country and other places around the world and stuff like that, you know, I have questions, you know, about people um, thinking that, no, you don't have the basic life skills to be an adult. You know, most of us know we should be prepared for anything, right? But the reality is that we can sometimes feel woefully unequipped to handle all the curveballs life throws our way. Life's hard. Sometimes it's hard even to being a, being a grown-up. And sometimes we can be focused on ensuring our children learn their own life skills that we forget to make sure we're learning the life skills we need for our family. Because, you know, life skills start at home the teachings of your parents and the teaching of their parents and their parents and so on all comes down the line about learning basic life skills so what is it what is a life skill life skill noun plural noun life skills a skill that is necessary or desirable for full participation in everyday life sharing with a sibling can help children learn important life skills we've all been there all been there doing all those kinds of things sharing with siblings little brother sister takes your stuff you're the older one and you throw the tantrum thank you for joining me this fine monday evening here across ontario wherever you are in the world you know um if you haven't been on my show or if you've probably been on my show um it is family day today in ontario canada it's a provincial holiday not a federal holiday a lot of places um give the day off to their 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 to their employees to to enjoy family day it's a break between christmas and the march break long long stretch between those two just to throw in another long weekend somewhere and that i've had the day off today um it was i mean weather wise it was just fantastic yes it is winter still but it was blue skies it was on milder conditions it was just a great day to get out there um with your family or friends and just and have a good time so anyways um <laughs> getting back here to you know just you know life skills everybody should know life skills skills everybody uh, should learn or should have learned you know and 
I mean, do you have the basic life skills to be an adult? <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. So, life skill, noun, plural noun, life skills. A skill that is necessary or desirable for full participation in everyday life, like sharing with with a sibling can can help children learn important life skills. We've all been there. We all have siblings, you know, growing up and sharing your things. Or maybe not sharing your thing because you didn't want your siblings touching your stuff, but they did anyways. And being the older sibling, you're the one that's going to throw the tantrum because the little ones are touching your stuff. Could you learn all your merit badges on life skills? You know, the basics. Housekeeping skills. Well, I mean, growing up, man, I mean, you, you know, being a kid, I mean, you had your, your, your room to clean up. That was probably, you know... The only chore, if you're if you were the boy in the house, to do something in the house was probably to clean your room. Girls, on the other hand, they probably helped without, you know, doing the dishes and uh, washing the floors or doing that that sort of stuff. And maybe later, as you got older, you learned how to do your own laundry, so your mother wasn't picking up after you all the time. Basic housekeeping skills. That means everybody, men and women, students to grandparents, keeping a tidy house is a life skill that ensures that the health of your family keeps you organized and able to find what you need. You ever just go looking for stuff? You put something down, you, you don't know where it is. You got a you got an untidy desk and you're looking for that one important piece of paper that you can't find anymore, but you know that it's supposed to be where you put it, but then you always find it where it's not supposed to be. You know? You find something when you quit looking for it. Because you just given up. Yep, being organized, so important, one of the life skills, you know, able to find what you need. You know, and if you aren't sure where to start, you know, uh, start in one place of the room that you use all the time. Maybe you sit at a, compu- at a computer desk all the time, and like I said, you've got stuff all over the place. Or you have a a, a, a two-door chest in, in the hallway where you, ha- where you 
where maybe you should be putting your keys, but you never put your keys there. You put your keys down someplace else, and you're always hunting around looking for your keys. And you're trying to get out the door, and you're asking your wife where your keys are, and, you know, nobody can seem to find the keys. One basic thing to, you know, growing up, you know, because, you know, when, when, when you start getting like, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old, and, um, you know, you want us to start making something to eat for yourself. I mean, what was, I mean, what was the first thing that, you know, you learned to cook? I mean, you had your mother in the kitchen with you supervising. I mean, did you learn to fry an egg? Did you learn to boil an egg? I mean, did you even learn how to turn the stove on to begin with? Whether you had an electric stove or you had a gas stove. Learning how to boil a pot of water. So you could have boiled eggs. You know, just simple things when, you know, lear learning how to, how, how to cook, how to cook something, right? Because later on in life, I mean, you're going to be cooking for yourself. You know, you're off to college. You got to learn how to make things. Can't always have McDonald's three times a day. No, we don't have to be gourmet chefs, but just the basic fundamentals on how to prepare and cook something. And then as you're getting older and, you know, you're starting a family and then you're, you're starting to learn nutritional dinners for your family, right? And even if you're not a big fan of the kitchen, you know, whipping up something really quick for the family, you know, um, even, even it's just macaroni and cheese or craft dinner, as we call it here in Canada. You know, the ability to cook meals and eat is a necessary life skill. Right. It'll save you when your favorite takeout restaurant is closed for the holidays and there's no time to go to the store in the midst of a global pandemic, in the midst of a storm or a midst of anything. You got to learn how to cook. You got to start at some point in time. You know, what was your age when you learned how to? You know, and, 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 you know, you know, also too, I mean, you know, even when it comes to sewing, oh, mom will sew my, sew my stuff for me or, you know, it's not a, you know, that basic skill is not just for, for, for girls and women. I mean, did you not go to boy cubs? Did you not go to scouts? 
You know, who, who sold your, your badges? Well, you know, if you, if you were a scout and you had that sash that went over the uniform, who, who sold those badges on there for you? You know, because that's part of a, it's part of a life skill. It's part of, you know, learning how to do something, you know, because, you know, if you, if you sew the badge on yourself, I mean, and then your scout leader, you know, say, Hey, you know what? I know that you did that yourself and you really tried hard and, you know, the corners are sticking up here and there and stuff like that. It's not quite, you know, tight to the sash and, and everything else. And. And that, so, you know, you made that effort or did your mother do it for you? You know, so that badge on your sash for you, that it's absolutely, every stitch is absolutely perfect. You know, basic things, you know, to, to be able to do that. I know when I was going to scouts and stuff like that and, you know, you earn badges and, uh, no, but you know, my mother's like that. Okay. You know what? You earned it. Here's the sash. Here is the thread and needle. You know, the very first time that your, your mother gave you the thread and needle and you're looking at it and you're looking at that eye of the needle and you're looking at that thread and you're thinking, how in the world am I going to thread this needle? And you know, your mother could thread that needle at a hundred paces. But she's not going to do it for you. So you're going to sit there squinting and pulling it back and forth from your face. And you're trying to line up that thread to go through that eye. And you're licking the end of it. And you're going on the side of it. You're going over top of it. You know, it's skimming off the tip of your thumbs. We've all been there doing that stuff. You know, all the time. I know I had that problem when I first started to, you know, my mother gave me that thread and needle and told me to sew my badges on my sash for scouts. You know, and she's just, you know, you're looking at her and, and she's like trying not to laugh, you know, and you know that she's not going to just say, you know, or, or you're hoping that she's just going to take it from you and do it. No. You know, you know, my mother didn't, she didn't just say, give me that. <clears throat> I'll do it for you. You, know, you. you had to do it. You know, it was, it was part, you know, it, you know, it's a basic, basic skill that, you know, you needed to learn. And as you got older and, you know, uh, you, you, you're, you're grown up, you bought your first home and, you know, eventually at some point in time, you want to, you know, do things around the house, you know, just basic do it yourself jobs around the house, you know, and hopefully, you know, that you've learned some skills on how to use power tools. Cause you know, dad, I mean, you know, he's, you know, being a boy and, learning how to use power tools. I mean, what kind of powers did we have at home? Really? Well, we had, we did have an electric drill. Um, even my father, 
you know, he had uh, one of those drills, <coughs> wood drills that had the, the handle, and you turn the handle to spin the bit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, had a hammer, had a handsaw. You know, before all these power tools started coming out, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, you had the handsaw to cut the board. You had a measuring stick and a pencil. So you learn those basic things, you know, how to, how to, how to use these things. You know, even a screwdriver. And then, you know, when you need things done and, well, you want to save a dime, right? Want to save some money. You know, you either got a clogged sink in the kitchen or you got a clogged toilet or the bathtub is clogged up because, you know, the kids growing up in the house and the girls with their long hair and getting all clogged in the drains. Well, you got to figure it out. You got to figure out how you're going to do all this stuff, right? You know, back, back in the day, you know, they didn't, you know, on the drains, you know, they didn't have that trap on the bottom. It was just, you know, a metal drain. <clears throat> it wasn't this plastic, plastic drainage tubing and stuff like that with a trap. You just take the trap off and pull all the junk out of there. Oh, no. I mean, you, you, had, you had to learn how to use a plunger. That's what you had to do. And believe it or not, I mean, you know, unclogging a toilet or a sink, that's a life skill. I'm sure growing up, you watched your, your, your father and mother do it, you know, cursing and swearing because your little sister, you know, put her diaper in the toilet and flushed it or she threw her, her Barbie dolls in there or something, you know, so... You've seen this, you know, growing up, you know, whether it's just, you know, that basic thing, you know, before Mr. Rooter came along and Drano came along, man, it was, it was a chore, you know, then you, you know, sometimes, you know, dad just might have to go downstairs and shut all the water off and and get a big wrench and take the pipe off the off the sink and <clears throat> unclog it that way and put it all back together again because there was just no simple trap, no simple drain that you could go in and unclog the sinks. One of the simple, you know, an, an easy, an easy life skill, you know, to to do things around the house, right? Doesn't mean you, you know. And then to, 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 to do elect to, to, to do electrical work in your home well, I mean that's something that, you know, if you've been taught the basic knowledge about it, first of all, you know, you have to turn the power off before you start playing around with any electrical things in your home. You know, you don't want to mess things up that then you're gonna have to call an electrician where you thought you could save some money. <clears throat> You blew circuits and you don't know why or how. You know, basic kitchen appliances. 
even before microwaves came out. You know, electric kettles, I mean, you had to learn how, you had to know how to use a stove. Put the water in the kettle and you put it on the burner. And you boil the water. You know, as, as things come out, you know, the microwave come out, then you had to learn how to keep that thing done, right? And how to, how to deep, how to deep clean your fridge. I mean, God, the refrigerators that they make today, you know, all this technology they put in refrigerators and they got the um, freezer on the bottom of the fridge and the fridge on top and <clears throat> stuff like that. Back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, now you, you had to defrost your refrigerator. All that ice, all that ice build up in the ice box, you know, over time. Oh, no, you, you had to learn how to do all that stuff. You know, even, even the, uh, uh, maybe you had a bigger freezer down in the basement that, you know, your parents put, uh, you know, the bread in there, you know, and, and, and uh, the vegetables and everything, you know, to, you know, because you only had a small freezer on the refrigerator. So you had to have a second freezer and that, you know, built up with really thick ice and stuff like that. You had to defrost it and clean it, you know, so growing up, watching your parents doing this and learning that basic life skill, even because when I was growing up, they didn't have all this technology with these refrigerators they do they have today. Even basic, basic using a washer and dryer. It doesn't have to be the fridge or the stove. Got to learn how to use a washer and dryer. Back when I was growing up, we had what you call the ringer washer. It had the big drum and then it had the ringers on top. And that's how you wash your clothes. It would go in that drum and it would, the agitator would just swish, swish it around and then it would drain and then you'd have to fill it up with water to rinse the clothes. Then you have to run the clothes through the wringer. That's the way it was. Yeah, there were laundry mats. You could go to the laundry mat and you know wash your clothes that way too. Throw it in the dryer and stuff like that. So, but yeah, just you know, just household appliances, basic life skills on our, on on using those things. It's not like you know the the technology in the, in the you know the the washers and dryers, front loader washers and front load dryers that we have today, you know, you know, does, does everything for you. You know, growing up with seven kids, <clears throat> you know, in the household and only having that, that washing machine with the big tub and the ringers. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stuff, you know, And today, you know, with the appliances and the full functionality, like I said, of the appliances, you know, a surprising number of appliances are a one-trick pony. 
And you really have to understand the settings on your food processor or your countertop. You know, on a food processor and stuff like that, Every, I mean, we're, most people, what do you just use high speed when you're blending shit? Because there's all kinds of different things on a blender. You know, but you want to get the job done fast, right? Well, you know, when growing up, you know, technical skills, man, I'm telling you. The ability to use a clock and a calendar. Now, back when I was growing up, there was no technology. There was no internet. There was no computers. There was no cell phones, smartphones, nothing. Tablets, none of that stuff. Didn't exist. The ability to use a clock for scheduling, calendars for scheduling. Our, our calendar had everything written all over it. Every single day had something on it. You know, my dad, you know, he, he was, you know, he, he, he was, he was the guy, man, you know, he planned, he was the planner. You know, and, and using a clock, I mean, first of all, you had to learn how to tell time. You know, you had to know what the second hand was for, the hour hand was for. Calendar then to simplify your life. You didn't have cell phone to put on your on your calendar and the and when the day's coming up it gives you the notification a day before that, oh you got a doctor's appointment at three thirty. No, no, no. Not when I was growing up. That went on the calendar. You know, unless my dad found a magnet that he could put on the fridge, a piece of paper, and have a list. The schedules for the schedules for the things the kids needed to do. When you came home from school, it's Doug's turn to take the garbage out. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All those things. Then your writing skills. You learn your, you learn your printing and your writing through grade skill, through grade, through, through, uh, grade school. And stuff, my writing is still terrible. You know, I write shit down and thinking, the hell is that? You know, then I have to think about why did I write it down? What was I doing to write that down? What did I need to write that down for? But still, how to write. You know, you don't have to write a novel. You don't have to write a blog. But it just, you know... Just having that basic understanding of a sentence structure, a written expression, can take you far in life. Some people hate writing with the fire of thousand suns, with others feel it's the only way that they express their inner thoughts. <clears throat> right?
I mean, people go through college, university and stuff like that, and they take creative writing classes. Finding a writing course online can help you brush up on those skills. Is a basic, is a is a basic life skill. How to write? How about public speaking? As I know, growing up when I was in grade school, and you know, grade six is when um, you had to learn how to do a speech. And you'd have to get up in front of the class, you know, and, and, and talk about an event that happened, you know, talk about the, the camping trip that you went on, you know, or, you know, you went, you went on a family, uh, family reunion, or if you're lucky enough, you know, you're able to go to Florida, you know, any adventures you know, that you did. And, and, and that's really tough. Public speaking, you know, is, is, is really, really hard to do. You know, some people just pick up on it naturally. Other people, you know, you're standing up there shaking in your shoes. I know I was. I was like that. And even though you hang out with your friends all the time, at school and everywhere else, you feel comfortable enough being outdoors with them and hanging out with them. But when you're in that classroom setting and it's your turn to do that speech, now you got 25 kids sitting in their desks looking at you. You've got the stage. And you're nervous. And, and, and you're not sure, you know, you know, is my, is my speech any good? And at that very moment, that's not the time to think about, is my speech any good? Right? And then you just go with it. And yeah, you're going to be nervous through the whole thing. I was shaking in my shoes. Even though these were my classmates. And my friends I you know, even hang out, you know, after school with. Public speaking, you know, is, uh, is a life skill. Sitting here behind the microphone, obviously, I can't see you, you can't see me. So I'm not nervous sitting here talking to you. And even though I'm getting later on in life, public speaking would probably still frighten me getting up in front of a bunch of people. But I even think, you know, even sitting behind a microphone, you know, practicing all the time like i'm not practicing you know to just you know i'm going to go and do some public speaking or, or or whatnot but it helps 
it helps with the flow. You know, you, you keep talking. And then, you know, still, <clears throat> you know, there's still going to be that tendency of nervousness um, when you're up, you know, behind the podium and the microphone's there and all eyes are upon you, you know, sitting in, in, in the audience. You know, ministers and priests and public speakers do all this all, all the time. They do this all the time. I guess it maybe just gets easier over time. And of course, when it comes to, you know, communication, right? Because this is what humans do. It's not just, you know, it's a, it's what we, it is a life skill, but this is what humans do. And this is what we need to do. We have to have communication. You know, whether it's about writing or speaking, it's a vital life skill that encompasses both. Right? Nobody makes it through this world alone. So learning to communicate with others will help you get where you need to be in life. And it's definitely a learned skill about expressing your needs and desires while understanding and relating to others' needs and desires. This is what we do as human beings. At least what we should be doing as, as an adult. I mean, we learn these, these basic life skills of communications, you know, from the day that we're born, we're communicating with our mother through our sounds, through our cries. And then when we're able to talk, But then using that speaking communication properly and, and not communicating in a way that, you know, you're being um, <clears throat> disrespectful and that sort of communicating, communicating and to be, you know, the way we see people act or, or act or react when they're communicating bad behavior and communication. Whether it's communi communi uh, uh, communication with your spouse, your children, and all your friends. You know, then your, your your children become teenagers, and obviously, you know, as they're growing up, they have their own views and opinions, and now they know more than you do. They know everything about life at the age of fourteen. That's where it's so important to keep the communication line open at all times because you know that your 13 or 14 year old 
doesn't know everything about about life because they even haven't even lived their entire life. Even that we try to do what we think is right for them or say what is right for them. You see how the communication goes sometimes. We've all been there if we're parents. Well, technology, you know, technology came in, uh, probably started coming in um, hmm, late 80s, maybe something somewhere around there. Yeah, it had to be late 80s, 90s, somewhere had to have been. I think I got my first cell phone in 91 or 92. Was a Nikia. And all you could do, you, you couldn't do it. You could just dial a number. It had a phone book that you could put your 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 friends' names in it and stuff like that. And you just dial a number. There was nothing. It's not. It wasn't a smartphone. Computers came out. Probably remember AOL. We had dial-up. So if you if you were on the computer, no one could use the telephone. You've got mail. (laughs) Basic computer skills are necessary for life today. And at a minimum, you should be able to email and use the internet for basic searches. Sending a text message. Using the internet for basic searches is a powerful and useful tool that can truly simplify your life. So to let you go of the fear that you'll break something or click something that you cannot do, it's worth it. Or you search something and you got a computer virus because you shouldn't have been searching what you were searching for. Knowingly or not knowingly. You know, just basic technology 101, you know, how about learning to turn the computer on to begin with in order to use it? And then, you know, as if things got, you know, as you, as you, as you learned to navigate the system and how things, you know, basic, you know, functions, you know, and then you learn how to back up files. Well, when the computers first came out, they had floppy disks. Put the floppy disk in the computer and, you know, that's, that was you know, you save stuff there. And then when you want that information again, you grab that floppy disk and, and, and you put it in, in, in the uh, computer. And passwords, how to protect passwords. But first of all, passwords. Oh my God. You know, 
I have countless passwords and how I even remember them, I don't know. And, and, you know, I use them for certain things, right? And they're all different. Not one has the same same number or same anything. Everything is different. Right? And some people say, I just use the same password for everything. Why would I want to have 25 passwords? Not a good idea. Because passwords are like keys. Can you imagine using the same password? Or using the same key for your car, house, and office? And then making copies of that key and stashing it all over town? That'd be ridiculous. Using the same unprotected password for everything is the equivalent of, of, of try a password management tool like iPassword to help you simplify and keep track of any protect and to protect your data. <clears throat> You know, with the technology today too, ladies and gentlemen, how to research using something other than Google and Wikipedia. Googling an answer is a solution to almost anything these days. But everyone should understand that the results you get from a basic search often do not come from a reputable source. Wikipedia is an open source forum where anyone can can add his or own spin on information. WebMD is a, a as helpful as helpful as it is doesn't answer every medical question rather it's just googling something. Learn how to do real research when you need more in-depth information. And don't be media illiterate. Now getting out of that technical stuff of just basic technical things to, to, to learn in life in, in today's world. Not the world that I grew up in because none of this even existed. There wasn't even answering machines to leave a message. People would phone you after supper. A dial telephone. Maybe you've seen one of those before. Maybe you've never seen one. <clears throat> oh, and then the push button phones came out. That was much better because, you know, when you had to dial the eight or nine, that was, you know, all the way around to the other side of the dial and let it spin all the way back seven digits. Well, the push button was just 
Man, that was just king when that came out. Survival skills. Basic. How to keep yourself safe. You, you were taught safe things, you know, growing up, living at home. Of course, you ventured out on your own and you tried to do some things that maybe you shouldn't be doing. And, you know, you end up with some injuries and we all have done that, you know. You know, we used to build bicycle ramps all the time when we were kids. You know, back growing back, you know, growing up, you know, you probably heard of Evil Knievel. You know, the best stunt man to ever live. And we build bicycle ramps and we jump ramps all the time. And, you know, yeah, we get hurt. You know, but keeping yourself safe too, you know, it's a natural human instinct to want to stay safe and avoid unsafe situations. Right? But as we see on the news and in our lives, many people who go against the logic and put themselves in unsafe situations, this can be anything from driving home after the third glass of wine to walking in an unfamiliar neighborhood at night. Not to say you shouldn't take a risk, but you should learn to take precautions in all situations from phoning a friend to being aware of your surroundings or just saying no. See, like I said, when we were out and about, when we were kids doing whatever, we didn't have a tell, we didn't have cell phones, you know, to call mom and say, hey, mom, we're on our way home. You didn't have that phone to carry with you. What the rule was when I was growing up, when the street lights came on, you better be in front of that house. That was the rule. <clears throat> now, just basic things like that. I mean, being an adult, being an adult, having responsibility. Do you have that third third glass of wine? Do you have that fourth beer or fifth beer? Or like they say, you know, you decide to take a shortcut home. You know, you've never taken that shortcut before and you're thinking, hmm, I don't know if I should go that way. But it's going to save me 10 minutes. You know, we do, we take risks. We do, but you should, you know, you shouldn't, you know, even today, you know, I mean, you shouldn't even have to worry about on how you, on which way you're going to go home. If you're walking home and, and, and you're going to go, you know, uh, down a street or a couple of streets you've never been down before. You're a couple blocks out, three, four blocks out. Maybe is it, you know, and it's night. You never walked down there before. But you shouldn't even have, you shouldn't have to worry about that. But in today's world, yeah, you do have to worry about that. And that's really unfortunate. Being prepared for any emergency preparedness. Right? 
so you know you want to make sure your family's safe you you know you might live in uh uh hurricane area tornado alley you might live in a, uh, an earthquake zone you know emergency preparedness you know <clears throat> florida gets hurricanes midwest gets tornadoes we've had some minor tremors california gets tremors all the time what you know what you should know and what to do what if your house burned down or you're in an accident emergency preparedness can sometimes seem extreme or scary but having basic emergency skills and knowing what to do if, if a catastrophic event strikes you or you can gain peace of mind and keep your family and safe from harm I mean, how, you know, basically, you know, when it comes to your home and the safety in your home and stuff like that, you know, you should have, you know, fire drills. I mean, how many people actually do that? Have an escape route just in case. Oh, have you got the smoke detectors in the house? The carbon monoxide detector in your home? And a, a route to get out. <clears throat> Just basic things, you know. Uh, uh, life skills. So you can teach your, your, your family, your kids. Basic first aid. Well, mom... You know, she knew basic first aid, cut yourself. She would just take the bottle of peroxide and pour it all over it. <laughs> Clean it up, put a bandaid on it. Basic first aid. Right? And, and, and even now, you know, as you're an adult, I mean, do you know what to do if someone has a deep cut or a broken bone? Do you know how, you know, you know, the signs of a heart attack, you know, the signs of a stroke or a concussion. Do you know those, those things? And even as moms and dads, we often have to, we often have to be many things, but we have to bring out, out the doctor's bag, the peroxide and the band-aid. <laughs> right it could be our most critical role pick up a basic first aid book and 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 feel you know like you're the skills are, are rusty and common to, to panic in emergency situations you know but if you're well well um, um first in first aid you'll be able to rely on your instincts and knowledge and and, and you'll be able to you know come to the rescue with a cooler head I mean, it's scary for, for parents when their son or daughter comes home with a broken bone, you know, a, a, a deep laceration, you know, 
I've gotten many stitches when I was a kid. You know, I broke my arm when I was a kid. Dislocated my collarbone when I was a kid. I was concussed when I was a kid. And, you know, we live in, 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 in climates to that, you know, with storms and everything else like that and um, how to survive without electricity. The power goes out. Oh, no, what do we do? Right? Like, you know, going without electricity because, oh, we depend on this. I mean, we, you know, it, it's... It's like what you walk into a room, you click on that light, take it all for granted, right? Take electricity for granted. You know how many times you you know I mean how many times you've gone camping? I mean not to the cottage where you got hydro, where you got a a, a trailer that you hooked up to hydro. No, I'm talking camping. I'm talking camping in a tent. The only hydro that you got is a battery-operated flashlight, and you better be using ever-ready batteries and, and not never-ready batteries. Backyard camping. You ever done that? Being able to unplug and, and, and entertain yourself without technology or even without the use of lights, television sets, and the stove is a skill, which at, very, at least... You will get you and your family through the next power outage. And at best, will help you communicate better and get away from your cell phones once in a while. Ever just wanted to disconnect? Do you ever want to do something like that? Can you disconnect? I mean, if you set the tent up in your backyard, can you not just stay in your tent for the night without your cell phone? <clears throat> How many people can actually do that? I don't know. Was actually kind of waiting for an answer there, but that's okay. <laughs> oh man, this is a good one here too. You know, how to read a map. Basic, basic, basic thing. You open up the map. You know you got, you know the map's not upside down, right? Because the heading is, is the top of the map. So you don't, you know it's, upside down, right? Now, people don't use roadmaps anymore because of the, the great GPS, right? Nearly every single smartphone has got GPS. You download Google Maps, right? So 
reading a map, I mean, taking a map that, that you actually have to fold up, the paper map you have to unfold and open up that map. Whether it's a street index or you want to travel somewhere. Being able to read a map Right? Map reading, map reading is vital. Even if it's just so you can gain a basic understanding of the, ge- the geographic and the route yourself accordingly. Anyone who's tried to navigate a subway system or, or spent time on, an, uh, on a uh, rural area with spotty data services quickly realizes that the merits of being able to read a good fashion map Oh, man, I lost connection. Oh, shit. You're out in the middle of nowhere. You got no more cell phone. You got no more connection. Can't stay on the GPS anymore. Open up the glove box. Pull out the map. Are you going to be able to figure out where you are by using that map? Basic, really basic life skill on learning how to read a map. Mm. You maybe brush up on that because you never know when you're going to need it. Right? Brush up on your map skills and learn to take inventory of your location wherever you are. It's a safe practice, and it just may help you find your car in the mall, parking garage someday. It's also a wonderful life skill to teach your kids who heavily rely on the GPS map. You know, they actually still sell maps in bookstores. Probably service stations. Service stations as well, they probably still you know, sell maps. Try not using your GPS sometime. You want to go somewhere. You want to go somewhere you've never been before. I mean, it's too easy, you know, to pick up your cell phone or even have you have the GPS in your car. I mean, it's too easy, right? How about just try it? How about... Go and buy a map. Wherever state that you live in, whatever province that you live in, wherever you live in the world, whatever the case may be, go buy an actual map. And plan your trip accordingly with that map. And not using the GPS in your car and not using the GPS on your cell phone. Basic, basic, fundamental, necessary skill that you should already know. And and when you open that map and you can't, if you can't determine whether you have it upside down or not, you better figure it out real quick because it isn't that difficult. So we'll leave it here, ladies and gentlemen, because 
you know, there's like 50, 50 life skills everyone should learn or you should, you should already know as an adult. So stay tuned for part two. And if you are following me, if you are following me, and if you're not following me, you can follow me and then you'll get notification when that episode will be up. And it will be within a couple of days because today's Monday. So it will be within a couple of days because I don't want to, you know, stretch it out over over the weekend until the weekend to do part two of your basic life skills. It'll give you something to think about for a day. You know, tomorrow's Tuesday. And you think about what we just talked about. You know. And then, uh, yeah, Wednesday. Uh, we'll have part two. You know, life skills 101. So I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this evening. Here, Monday, the 21st of February. And like I said at the beginning of the show, too, like it's four Four more weeks until springtime, which would be really nice. So anyways, if you live here in Canada, you live here in Ontario, I hope that you had a wonderful family day. And to those who live uh, elsewhere in the world, um, I, hope, I hope that you had a, uh, a really wonderful Monday. And then your week goes really good for you and you use the life skills that you already know and have learned to be safe out there. Behave yourself out there and stay out of trouble out there. We will talk again. And like I said, it'll be Wednesday, It'll be a little bit later in the evening. Um, it was only 7 p.m. tonight because I was off today. So it was really simple to, simple to do that. So 9.30 p.m. on Wednesday for part two of your basic life skills. Everyone should know and learn. Until then, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Good night, everyone. Thank you.